The following message is from the North Shore Christian Centre MP3 Audio Lounge. More information about North Shore Christian Centre is available at www.nscc.org.au. If you have your Bibles, would you open up to 1 Corinthians? 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 9 and 18. I just love what God's doing. And um, I just love the fact that this morning we were able to celebrate communion together. We were able to celebrate the healing rooms. We were able to celebrate uh, Alpha and people getting saved. We were able to celebrate children getting sponsored. We were able to celebrate babies getting born and young people getting married There's so much that's going on and it's all part of the family. And I love that. I love being part of this church family. I just love what God's doing in our lives. But you know what? Sometimes you can get so used to it that you take it for granted. You know, we... we, I love the worship this morning. I loved our, I loved Mike and uh, his passion for the things of God. I love... love the prophetic word that comes through. I, I, I love the fact that at 8 o'clock in the morning I came and there was already Greg waiting at the door, the bass guitarist Greg, waiting to enter the house of God to play for us. I love the fact that our sound team and our, our, our video people have, have come, our hosts have come and people have come left, right and centre to, to be part of this family and, and to support it. And, that's all. and, and we, we can take it for granted. But you know what? This morning, what I don't want to take for granted is our salvation. I never want to take for granted that something happened to us. And, and for me, I'm going to be very careful this morning that I don't get too emotional. But I, I'm preparing this message and I'm sitting at my desk just bawling my eyes out, just, just crying. And I'm thinking, why, why am I bawling? And, and it's just through the gratitude of knowing that God called us. There's something powerful about knowing that God called you. This is what it says in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 9. Very powerful passage of Scripture. It says, God is faithful by whom you were called into the fellowship of His Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. By whom... You were called. Now, what happens oftentimes is that we have in our mind that it's only the people that are in ministry that are called. But how many of you know there's, a, there's, there's many callings? Yes, there is a calling to ministry. But this is a call to fellowship. This is a call for intimacy. This is a call to be connected to God. And then what does verse 18 says? And I, I want to join these two verses together this morning. For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing. But to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. How many of you have spoken to people that think all of this is foolishness? They think you people are crazy. The lifting up of the hands and the the exuberance of praise and worship is foolishness. The cross where Jesus died for our sins, to them, they see that as foolishness. But for us, for us who are being saved, it's not foolishness. 
to us, it's the center of our lives. For us, this is pivotal. For us, this is awesome. Why is that? Because we heard the call. We heard God calling us. We heard God knocking at our heart's door. One of the blessings that Anne and I have, both of us were brought up in a Christian home. How awesome is that? She's brought up in, the amazing thing is that, is that we were both from Pentecostal families. Hers, a Pentecostal family from Wales. Mine, a Pentecostal family with Italian background here in Australia, Italian migrants. But the amazing thing is that we learnt the same songs, her in Wales, me in Australia. We had same encounters with God, her, because we were brought up in very similar backgrounds and similar homes that loved Jesus with a passion. And so I began to hear the call of God, God calling me as a little kid. Just as a little kid in church sometimes, I'd sense the moving of God upon my life. Now, this is more than just learning a couple of verses. This is more than just learning a couple of Bible stories because I grew up loving the Bible stories. My goodness, my imagination would get carried away with Daniel in the lion's den and David and Goliath. And we used to sing round the walls of Jericho. I I mean, one of my earliest recollections in Sunday school as a little kid was we used to sing this song, round the walls of Jericho, round the walls of Jericho. And we'd all walk around in a circle and then we'd say, and the walls fell down. And I can still remember as a three-year-old just falling on the floor because that was... What, how many of you remember that song in Sunday school? Well, see, Anne learnt it in Wales. I learnt it in Hamilton Assemblies of God in Newcastle, around the walls of Jericho. I mean, they, those things would grab my imagination. It was fun. It was fun going to church. It was fun as a little kid. Matter of fact, I learnt to speak English going to church. Being brought up in a migrant home, my parents spoke Italian at home, but every single Sunday... We'd do the trek and we would go to church. And it was an Australian church where they spoke English. And so that's where I learned. And so mum would put me into Sunday school as a two or three-year-old. And I, and I would hear this strange language and learn it very quickly and learn the Bible verses and memorize the Bible verses and loved the things of God. And so as a young kid, there was something imparted into me of a love for God. But I can remember the times when the Bible verses became alive. And it wasn't just words on a page. But something began to happen in my heart. And I can remember singing some of the songs as a a little kid. And just beginning to weep. As a little kid, he said, why, why would a little kid weep? I don't know. I'm still crying at 52 years of age. I, I'm emotional. I'm Italian. Hey, what's, what's the big go? Huh? That's, that's the thing, you know. But I could sense God calling. And we'd sing songs like, he touched me. He touched me and all oh, the joy that floods my soul. I can remember another song that we used to sing that used to go something like this. Standing somewhere in the shadows, you'll find Jesus. And I don't know, as a little kid, something, something was happening because I could 
just see that, that not far from me was Jesus. And he was calling me. And he was saying, John, my hand is on your life. And I've got something in store for you. You weren't made for this world. You were made for another world. I don't know if I can continue on with this message without getting too emotional. Just excuse me here. But but I just sense that there is just, oh, look at you. With your nice shoes as well. And the tissues. I got a hanky. I've got the whole the whole nine yards happening here, but I don't know why I'm getting so emotional with this message. But there is just something awesome when you know that God's calling your name. And you begin to realize that you are not just a human being that's having a spiritual experience. But you're actually a spiritual being having a human experience. And as as a little kid, I, I, I heard God calling. And as he called, I realized that this was the call of my maker. This was the call of my creator. This was the call of the one that was putting all the pieces together in my life. And I responded. I responded to that calling. And in some way or shape, probably 99% of the people that are sitting in this auditorium and many of you watching this by television, You've also heard the call. You heard God calling you. And you too responded. Because it was the call of love. It was the call of compassion. It was the call of come to me. And I will put you together. See, we we use the word saved. It's a beautiful word. For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing. But to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. I love that word saved because the Greek gives us a deeper meaning. The Greek is the word sozo. And that word sozo in the Greek is to save, to heal, and to deliver. So when this scripture says that salvation, that the cross, the message of the cross, is the manifestation of God's power. See, it's, it's more than a message. It's more than just words. It's the manifestation of God's power. Get hold of it. It's the manifestation. Can you press the slides? I think this is point two. It's the manifestation of God's power in order to save us. And to save us is to do more than just one aspect, but it's to add healing and deliverance to it. 
So I just want you to contemplate for a second what this word salvation means. See, we are saved. Saved from what? Well, we're saved from the brokenness of our lives. When, when, when God says, I'm saving you, he's literally saying, I'm putting the broken pieces together. And for all of us, there's pieces that are, are broken and pieces that are missing. And salvation is about putting all those pieces together. See, he's preparing you for eternity. And in putting you together, he's preparing you for what he's got for you. Then he adds to that healing. I love the fact that God wants to make us whole. And so often, we, as soon as we hear the word healing, we think physical. But I, I really believe that one of the greatest aspects of God's healing is, is the emotional healing that God wants to do in our lives. The mental healing. I mean, it's just so sad to see people who are emotionally broken, emotionally just out of it, just emotionally so far and separated from God. And what he wants to do is to bring healing to your emotions, healing to your spirit, healing to your soul, healing to your mind, healing to your body, healing to your physical, healing to every single area. Salvation is God just touching you and putting it all together. And then that, that, that third definition of, of salvation, that Greek word sozo, is to deliver, to set you free from Satan's strongholds. See, just as I believe in God, I believe in Satan. And for me, it's very clear that just as there's the power of light, there's also the power of darkness. Just as there's the power of God, there's the power. See, I, I, we're Pentecostals. We believe in spiritual forces. And, and I think it's, it's a travesty in the Western world where people are oblivious to the very forces that are impacting their life. 70% of the world believes in the spirit realm. 70% of the world. It's only a very small minority of the world that doesn't believe in spiritual forces. I, I believe in spiritual forces, but I believe that God is absolutely more powerful than any force of darkness. I'm not afraid of the occult. I'm not afraid of demons. I'm not afraid of witches. I'm not afraid of warlocks. And I think, again, what a travesty it is in our Western world where we don't believe in this sort of stuff. But yet what's happening today is there's a celebration of Halloween where there's a celebration of all the spirit realms and, and little kids get dressed up by their parents to look like ghosts and demons and all sorts of evil things. Oh, we don't believe in it, but we want to introduce our kids to it. What is that? Oh, what is that? There's my Italian coming out. What is that? Why would you introduce a kid to something like that? What, where's your mentality? You're introducing them to, 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 the, to, to, to a spirit realm that you don't believe in? Oh, yeah, but it's only fun. Yeah, tell the devil it's only fun. He's rejoicing. He's thinking, wow, look at this. They're celebrating Halloween. They're celebrating this, this festival of the demonic. You know, what is the matter with people? Oh, no, no, it's harmless. Okay. 
then why do we have in Australia at this moment a revival in the occult, a revival in the New Age, a revival in the spirit realm that is away from the things of God? Now, let me tell you, there's a lot of people coming to church and discovering the freedom that exists in Jesus. But sometimes we've got to deliver people from all of the stuff that they've been exposed to, the harmless stuff of the New Age, the occult, even stuff like Halloween where, where, where susceptible people open themselves up to the demonic. They have to come for deliverance and get rid of that sort of stuff. Now, praise God that there is power in the name of Jesus to deliver people and set them free from the occult. Amen. But what we need to do is warn people of this rubbish. Warn people, don't go there because it's not healthy for you. Get into the Word of God. Get, oh, no, no, that, 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 that's just too religious for me. That's just too... I'm telling you, there are forces out there that are trying to stop the gospel from penetrating into people's lives. But praise God that something happened to you. Praise God that you heard the call. How many of you know there are two types of people? Those that can hear God calling and those who can't. Those that do and those that won't. See, the cross makes sense to you. The cross makes sense to me because God's enlightened us. How wonderful it is. That to us the cross is in foolishness, but it's the power of God to salvation to those who believe. For us, it's, 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 it's not crazy stuff. For us, this is the reality of it. Everything else is incredibly crazy, but not this. This is the focal point. For Christians, this is the focal point. He's saying, oh, John, that sounds just too fanatical. Well, let it sound what it is, but it's the truth of God's word. The Bible says that to those who are perishing, this sort of stuff that I'm preaching to you today is foolishness. But the problem with those people is that they're perishing. But to those who are being saved, this is the wisdom of God. To those who are being saved, this is the power of God. To those that are being saved, this is the manifestation of God's power that's able to set us free from every clutch of Satan, every demonic spirit, and usher us into the kingdom of God's divine light. How awesome is that? I love what St. Augustine said many, many centuries ago. He said, You called. You shouted, you broke through my deafness. And I pray for people constantly, Lord, break through their deafness. God, open, open their ears that they might hear their name being called out by an almighty God that loves them and has his stamp upon their lives. Friends, How many of you heard God calling? How many of you heard God calling out your name? How wonderful. I love that. We've got people here who followed the call all the way from overseas. They've come to Australia and here in Australia, they've been able to hear the gospel. They've been able to hear God calling out their name. How beautiful it is. This morning we gave Parissa certificate from Alpha. She had to come all the way from Iraq to come to hear that God was calling her. Parissa, come to me. I am the one 
who's able to give you eternal life. I'm the one who paid the price for your sins, that you might receive deliverance, that you might receive freedom. I just love that. And I've got another half of the message that I'm just going to leave aside. If you can come up, Elizabeth. I just want to finish with this amazing story that I heard many, many years ago that really, to me, just encapsulates what it means to be called, what it means to be called. It's about the story of this boy who found an eagle's egg and decided that what he would do is that he'd put it under a chicken to hatch the eagle's egg under a chicken. And so went to the chicken yard, put the eagle's egg in the chicken coop. And as other eggs started to hatch, this little eagle's egg hatched and an eagle was born in the chicken coop, surrounded by little chicks. What this eagle didn't realize was that it was an eagle. But because it was hatched in the chicken coop, he was told that he was a chicken. See, he was told how to behave. And he was told, this is what chickens do, they scratch. And they look down because their food is in the ground. And so this eagle was told how to scratch, how to cluck, and how to grab its food from the ground. But it was never happy. It grew up being told, look down. But on the inside of it, it wanted to look up. And every time that little eaglet looked up, someone would smack him on the side of the head and say, there's no food up here. There's your food down there. Look down and scratch. Because that is what your life is all about. And so it grew up in the chicken yard. And every now and then it would begin to just flap its wings. But someone would say, chickens can't fly. Put your wings back and look and scratch in the ground. And scratch in the ground. But something on the inside of it just was just wanting to just stretch out his wings and look up. And every time he would try to stretch his wings and look up, someone would smack him up the side of the head and tell him, that's not where your food is. That's where it's at. This little eaglet started to grow. It was growing. Never, ever satisfied. On the inside, there was a longing for something more. There was a longing for something else. Until one day, while he was contemplating his longing, he heard a voice. It was a cry from the heavens. It was the cry of an eagle that was flying above the chicken yard. When that big eagle started to call, something on the inside of the little eagle started to hear the call of his kind. And he began to look up and again he got smacked on the side of the head. Don't look up there. That's not where your food comes from. Look down there. But something on the inside of him wanted to look up. And all of a sudden the big eagle saw the little eagle and started to swoop down calling. Come up here. 
This is your domain. Come up here. You weren't born to live in the chicken yard. You were born to fly with us. You're not a chicken. You're an eagle. Begin to flap your wings and come with us. That little eagle heard the call. And it started to flap its wings. And it found something phenomenal when it started to flap its wings. It could lift off the ground. As it started to lift off the ground, all the little chickens would grab hold of his legs to pull him down. But he wasn't interested anymore. He heard the call. He began to flap those wings. He gave a couple of little kicks to the chickens. Let go of me. I wasn't born for this chicken yard. I was born to fly with the eagles and started to take off and lift it off with all the chickens looking up saying, what happened to him? Never ever to return to the chicken yard. Flew with the eagles to live with them forever and ever. Can I just say something to you? You weren't born for the chicken yard of this world. You weren't designed by God to just to to scratch around trying to earn a living in this world. No, you were placed here for a season. Your destiny is not the chicken yard of this world. Your destiny is to live with him who is the king of kings, the Lord of lords, forever and ever. And when he begins to call, he begins to call. He says, come on, you are not a human being created for this world. You're a spiritual being created for heaven. Begin to respond to the call of salvation. The cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to those who believe, it is the power of God unto salvation. It's through the cross that you're able to let go of the things of this world and be transformed into the things of another world to live with Him forever and ever and ever and ever. And He's calling, He's calling, He's calling, He's calling people all over the world. Say, come to me where you will find deliverance. Come to me where you will find healing. Come to me where your sins will be removed from you as far as the east is from the west. And there you can abide in my house forever. Can you hear him calling today? Because if you can, don't turn your back to the call of God. He's calling you to have fellowship with him forever and ever. Let's bow our heads for a word of prayer. Thanks for listening to this message from the North Shore Christian Centre Audio Lounge. We invite you to visit us online at www.nscc.org.au. Through our website, you can keep up to date with what's happening in the life of our church in Chatswood, New South Wales, as well as accessing other free resource materials. 